0: It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. Oh my gosh. Okay, this is getting real. Supply chain shortages... Have continued to affect businesses and restaurants across the country. But the latest must have item impacted is a New York City staple essential must have cream cheese. Did you hear this? Bagel shops across Manhattan are struggling to provide patrons with their favorite bagel topping. And just on Friday, Junior's cheesecake owner Alan Rosen announced that the award winning cheesecake giant had to shut down several times over the last week because they don't have enough cream cheese. With holiday season in <coughs> full swing, this is not the time to be low on ingredients. So it's time to stockpile ingredients. But how do you do that if you don't have your Christmas dinner recipe set? Well, I am so pleased in this Everyone Talks to Liz episode to be joined by one of the best chefs I know. He is a natural and only sources his ingredients from local specialty stores. You ready for the name? Charlie Gasparino. Don't start laughing, you guys. You don't know. You don't know how good he is. Charlie, welcome. And thanks for uh, joining us to open your recipe book, which is quite secretive.
1: Uh, it's um, it's not going to be secretive. I, I've been working on a, a cookbook now for about a year. Um, yeah, I know. I'm like two thirds of the way done. I just got it, it got it. As we came back to the office, and I got a little busy with writing for the post and writing investigative stuff for, uh, for Fox business and being on your show and trying to break right. news that I, it, I kind of put it aside, but you know, I'm going to go back to it in the new year, obviously, and probably What's get it done. What's the title going to be? Uh, uh, True Italian. Um, that's the working title title. And uh, my wife actually came up with that, but uh, you know, it's, it's all the, the stuff that I grew up on. And I learned as a, sh- I learned how to cook as a, as a dishwasher, I worked in a little Italian restaurant, Sicilian restaurant, actually, in the town I grew up in. And, uh, you know, my dad was the bartender. He got me the job as a dishwasher. And if, if you wash dishes in these places, and that's why there's so many, you know, Hispanics in in, um, in that are cooking Italian food right now, is because they all started, they came in over as immigrants. I used to work with them and they start as dishwashers and then they learn the craft as just on the job training. And, uh, and they're, and you know, um, you know, there's some of the best Italian chefs out there because they, they learn for the best. They, they're smart, they're resourceful. Uh, and uh, that's how I learned how to cook. It's the same way. And, um, and so the book is going to be a compilation of that. And I will say this, I usually go to really good places. I, there's, I go to Arthur Avenue. If I can, uh, I'll go to Mike's Deli. I'll go to Calabria. Well, explain Pork Arthur
0: Avenue is for people listening who don't live in New York.
1: Well, it's an old Italian neighborhood. It's now literally just a couple blocks. There's actually a lot more Albanians that live there now than Italians, uh, but the Italians still run the show, own the stores. These are family-owned businesses. Um, it's it's an amazing place for food. If you want to buy food to cook at home, then there's wonderful restaurants there as well. And there's about four or five places I go to all the time. Mike's Deli, I would love for anything. Uh, the Calabria Pork Store is amazing. Uh, Casa de Mozzarella is off the charts. Uh, the Borghese Pasta Shop is great. And there's other small places in and out. There's bread places. The, the Terranova Bakery is around the corner from the main area, which is really good. And I go there. So, But but listen to me. It, it, it's Arthur Irving is pretty reasonable, just so you know. It's not the most expensive place in the world. It's a little bit of a hassle to get to. Arthur Avenue. Um, if you live in Connecticut or Manhattan, uh, you know you got to drive there. You got to find parking there. Uh, if you don't want to go to Arthur Avenue, I think it's worth it because it's it's that good and it's not that expensive. It's pretty reasonably okay, priced. Okay,
0: can I let me interrupt you because I want to ask you: Is it almost sacrilege for somebody like you as you sort of hopscotch to different stores to get? all the ingredients you need to simply go to some supermarket and buy everything there.
1: You see, I, I, that's what I was going to say. I don't think you need to do that to cook good home cooking. Like you don't have to go to the specialty shops. You can go to whole foods. You whole foods is, is, is very good. I should say that's a, Mm. that's an expensive, you can go to the shop, right? And you can get ground beef, try to get a lean cut of ground beef Get cans of tomatoes, try to get a decent can of tomato. I mean, they have Italian tomatoes at the shop, right? Try to get some good mozzarella. Often they have they have fresh mozzarella, but you can get the polio prepackaged type. You can get ricotta there, and you can make an amazing lasagna just from going there. You get some vegetables, get some fresh herbs, get some fresh parsley, get some fresh basil, uh, get some fresh garlic and onion, and you're well on your way to make it a nice sauce, a, a decent lasagna. And if you go to the deli and if they have a good, some, a lot of these department stores, these like, um, these more mainstream uh, supermarkets have decent delis. Uh, you can get some great Italian cheeses. You can get a great Italian meats. And you could do an Antipas special and a lasagna and not knock yourself out driving millions of miles and spending a ton of money.
0: Let's get to our menu that we are going to present to our listeners, and this would be, let's say, your Christmas Eve dinner. Uh, what do you start with, and take it from there?
1: Well, uh, how about Christmas Day dinner? Sure. Christmas Eve is different. Than Christmas Day. Christmas Eve is literally fish if you do it old school, right? It's uh, not a lot of people. Not everybody does old school in the old. But when I was a kid, it was like sh- shrimp. My mother used to bread shrimp, but he used to, we used to get make some calamari. Uh, you know, any type of fish would be really good. Bacala was a big thing in the old, old days. It was salted, cured. Didn't really taste that great. It's cod, by the way, <laughs> but that was an old tradition. It's
0: like ours, uh, the filter fish for yeah. the Jews. Or,
1: or you just threw a bunch of shellfish in a pot of spaghetti sauce, so, a pot of um, tomatoes, tomato sauce with salt, pepper, garlic, maybe a little onion. And you just cook that and serve that over pasta. That was another way you did it. So okay. that's literally Christmas Eve. Christmas Day is a bigger, is, is kind of like a feast. And what I generally do, again, you can go to the supermarket and get this. You know, you go to Stu Leonard's. has amazing stuff. If you got a Stu Leonard's near you, in new it's mainly in new york um i know stews i stews and i'm sure stews an advertiser for for fox so i'm not saying this because he's an advertiser i love his stuff it's just i'm there all the time they make fresh mozzarella there they get fresh regatta there and they get it in, they get it brought in from a a, a real um a, a real a real place um they had amazing vegetables and they have a decent cold cut uh place so if you want to do a, an antipasto and a lasagna it's all there. So you do an antipasto. What do you get in the antipasto? You put some salad, very simple. Put some salad, tomatoes, cucumbers. Uh, I would I would dress that with just salt, pepper, garlic, and oil. Uh, excuse me, uh, olive oil and vinegar. On top of that, I would just get some good Parmesan cheese, Parmesan. I would get some mortadelle and prosciutto. And if you want, some mozzarella. And they have fresh mozzarella there, too. Slice it up, put a little more pepper on it, and that's your antipasto with a with a chunk of bread. It's really good. If okay. you want to make lasagna, very easy to make lasagna. I you just get get some regutin, get some mozzarella. Get the fresh or you can get the prepackaged. It doesn't matter. Get a pound depending on how many people are there. Say you got five people, get a pound a little more than a pound of, of ground beef. You bake take the ground beef. You put two eggs, salt pepper, garlic powder, uh, parsley, um, oregano. Um, and then you could get a, use a little more than a pound of ground beef. If you want to get fancy, you do a third of ground beef, a third of pork meat, and a third of veal, Mm. uh, put some, put some, uh, put some, uh, Parmesan cheese and put some breadcrumbs. mix it all together, uh, and just basically cook the meat, cook them it. Make meatballs out of them, take them out, use those meatballs for the filling of the of uh, of the of the lasagna, huh. of the ones. So you, what you do is you take, you put some sauce on the bottom of your pan. Right. You could take, just get any old noodles. You, you, you don't even have to boil them. You put them down, put a little more sauce on them so they don't stick. You put your meat, you crush your meatballs beforehand, like say about five or six or seven of them, depending on how much you made. And then you put another layer of, of noodles. Then you put your regatta, Then you put another layer of noodles. And you pour some sauce. And you put some Parmesan cheese. And you put a little pepper on it and some some maybe some basil flakes, and, and you're done. And that's and and then and then you got to make your sauce. Okay, I I skip that part. How do you make a sauce? Really quick and easy. Get two cans of crushed tomatoes. Get a decent band, brand.
0: You know, I Has was to gonna you. say get two. Hands of Rayos.
1: <laughs> that's by the way. That's not bad either. If you're going to go there, they're actually pretty good. But you can make it so much better on your own. Okay. Uh, you get you you take about a, a half a cup of olive oil. You chop up a small onion, and you sauté it until it's wilted, not brown, but wilted. Throw a little garlic in there too. Put your two cans of of crushed tomatoes. Uh, add some salt and pepper to uh to taste some parsley in there some basil and don't overdo the the oregano but put some of that in there too let that cook down and by the way the meatballs that you don't use you could throw a couple meatballs in there to get it give it a little taste that's a pretty simple dinner that's going to serve like five people and serve them well
0: Okay, that's is that the main course? I never know with Italians because you've got the pasta um, and you've got the fish and you got the meat and you got the well
1: I would listen, I kick it up a little bit. Like um, for example, I had Judge Napolitano over yesterday, you know, for, for Sunday dinner. Oh wow. So what,
0: what I did first. for him
1: what I did for him is uh I made a really nice antipasta plate uh, with a lot of the stuff that I mentioned before with some bread. Then I made him a pizza napolitano. Which was a pizza with, with some nice sauce on it with um, ricotta, mozzarella and mozzarella.
0: Okay.
1: And I did that as an appetizer. Then I did a bolognese sauce of sausage bolognese. So what I do with that, that's a different type of sauce. You take your onion and garlic, you saute it together, but you saute it with one carrot, try to finally dice the carrot and once once stalk of celery try to finally dice it wilt it down then you throw in your tomatoes you you, you tr- watch the salt because there's salt already in the in the sausage mm. oh did i mention the sausage i, I left that out what you kind take of, a pound sausage? of sausage yeah i would get hot sausage take a pound of sausage once those uh, vegetables and onions are wilted throw mm. a pound in like you take it out of the out of the um, out of the casing brown that then you throw your your tomatoes in, you season it to taste. I serve that over rigatoni as the main course.
0: We're not done yet. We'll be back in a moment. Okay, so to me, as I'm hearing you say this, there's only a couple of times you mentioned actual measurements. You said two eggs for when you were doing the other yeah, stuff yeah, and yeah, then a half a cup of olive oil. Is it just flair? It seems like you just have an innate sense of how much yeah, you, you know, put in.
1: You know, and by the way, under season at first. Always under oh. season. I think with, with the meatballs, you got to be a little bit more precise. Two eggs you got to put in. I think you got to put in like a a half a cup of Parmesan cheese. How about breadcrumbs? Yeah, I would say a little more than a half cup of breadcrumbs. Um, You got to put in maybe two tablespoons of salt or maybe one. It depends on how much. uh, Okay, I'd I'd say one tablespoon of salt per pound of meat. Uh, Pepper, one one teaspoon of salt. uh, pepper. One teaspoon, I use garlic powder it goes pretty good Use put that garlic in
0: there. salt because sometimes i do that
1: you could do that but watch it with the other salt because it's salty yeah. you know you can almost not put in too much uh, Pars parsley is a great great thing it, it, it's a cleanser so i wouldn't say go totally nuts but you could take a i mean i could take like about i'd say two tablespoons of that and throw it in and and lightly seasoned with with uh with oregano and you can make and your then, own bread no, because you can get such good bread anywhere, you know, mm-hmm. um, even like department, like regular mainstream food stores has have bread that's good that, that you can actually heat up. You know, and it tastes really good. You know, it tastes almost fresh. So, I, you know, you could get a lot of, you know, my parents, we didn't grow up rich where I, where my family and trust me, my, my, my mother and father were not. You know, they didn't go to, they didn't get, go to locally sourced places to get food. They went to the A&P. They didn't, uh, and they didn't deal enough.
0: with the artisanal
1: no, basil. Now no, we ate, like, listen, they made, my mother made, always made her own sauce. But, you know, she, uh she used cans of ronzoni or pastine or something, we something ate like beefaroni.
0: that. beefaroni. How about that? Chef Boyardee's beefaroni. Yeah, we
1: Man, would that's never That's a sacrilege. We we never eat that, but thank God. <laughs> <laughs> what about dessert? Dessert again. Dessert's easy. Uh, I mean, listen, I'm not a big baker. Some people are. Um, I think you just go to the an Italian pastry shop in your neighborhood and get some cannolis. And you yeah, don't you're kill
0: yourself, right? I mean,
1: it's not worth it because if you go to a good. Italian bakery, depending on where you live. I have a great one here in Connecticut. If I'm in Manhattan, I go to Veneros, which is excellent. If I'm down on Mulberry Street, you know, one thing great about Mulberry Street, it still has some great places. And I'll tell you, the Ferrara's Bakery is still good. La Bella Ferrara's really good. And if you want to get amazing cheeses and meats, go to the Palos. It's um, so it's like one block east of Mulberry. I want to say on Hester. You gotta check it out. It's an old family-run place. The best cheeses of all oh, types. All I'm breweries.
0: a Manchego and a Gruyere girl.
1: They got that. They have that plus the Italian cheese They they make their own pasta. They have a wine store next door. They have a wine bar on the other side. The wine bar is amazing because I I brought a bunch of people there recently. I think I invited you. You blew me off. Um, that. Uh, yeah, as usual, <laughs> I think I invited a bunch of people and we had this amazing time where we were eating really good f- produce that they get from the deli, drinking some really nice wine. But if you go to the Palos, you could get some great stuff.
0: I want you to take a trip down memory lane to when you were a kid and you were eating your grandmother's or your grandfather's Italian dinner on Christmas. What do you remember about the tastes and the smells and the food?
1: But what was great about it is it cooked for four hours. So my mother sometimes used to do this, and it was it was one of the best things ever. She would take a full um, pork roast, brown it, and then put it in tomato sauce and cook it for four hours, and then serve that on the side with some pasta and a vegetable, and that was it. <laughs> that was that was Christmas, and it was really good.
0: Do you remember the smells of, say, for example, old, you know, like Little Italy or, or whatever, the north end in yeah. Boston? This is real authentic Italian. It's style. still there. I mean, yeah. still, they
1: still have that. And what's great about it is like when you go to a feast like the San Gennaro, I was at San Gennaro this year. Uh, First time in a couple of years, it still was great, man. You know, you smell the the sausage and peppers. People are still cooking. That's what I love about Italian. If you go to these Italian specialty shops, these family-run places, which, um, again, uh, you can go. You you don't have to. Like, I can make a good meal not going. But if you can, it's so worth it because the smell is good. The people, like, if you go to the Polos, or if you go to Arthur Avenue, you go to Mike's Deli, like, the people there are very educated in this stuff. So they tell you what to do like you ask them uh you know the polos is like everything is made to order so it takes you got to get there early on a, a you know it's best to get there early particularly on a sunday uh, because you know you could be there for an hour the lines out the door so you get there early and try to dip in to exactly what the uh what the people uh what, what they're saying if you go to the same thing in on arthur avenue you know these people are really really smart about food there's a place in Norwalk. I go Angelo Specialties Deli. Uh, it's so good, and I I know I know Angelo. I talk to him all the time, and I just say, "What do you think of this? How do I do that? Um, you know, how do I cook this?" Because he, he actually he eats really good. Um, but like I said, you, if you know how to cook a little bit, and you're looking to save money, and because everybody's looking to save money these days with inflation, you can get good stuff at the supermarket and really serve your family and and not be not worry about it too much.
0: That's encouraging. Uh I noticed your pronunciation. You don't I would say ricotta, but I'm from LA. Right. You say regat. Ragout. Mozzarella, not mozzarella.
1: Mozzarella. Mozzarella. mozzarella.
0: You are hilarious. I did not. I knew this side of you, but I wanted to share it with our listeners because they don't know this side of you. They just think you're a loudmouth jerk sometimes. So, I Well, just... I
1: am that too, but that's a whole, that's a whole <laughs> story.
0: <laughs> Charlie, thank you for sharing your holiday recipes even before the book comes out. Let us know when the book comes out and we'll do this again.
1: Oh, I would love to. Can't wait. Uh, I'll dedicate a dish to you, Lizzie.
0: Oh, excellent. Let me um, Manage that. I don't know. But the, I listen, anything that has cream cheese and smoked salmon in it I'm can, doing.
1: Can you uh are you observant where you don't do pork?
0: I don't do pork, but I do okay. bacon. So figure that one out.
1: Um can you do chicken?
0: Of course I can do chicken.
1: All right, I'll get I'll get I'll figure out a good a good dish with a ch- with a kosher chicken. How's that?
0: Okay. Uh, I don't need a kosher. No way. You can just they're the go, best
1: chicken. By the way, there's some of the best chickens out there.
0: Live on the edge.
1: Yeah, they're really good chickens. Oh, you're
0: going to name one after me. This is so exciting. Charlie, thank you. Anytime, Liz. Merry Christmas. And Merry Christmas ahead of it for all of you guys who are tuning in time after time to hear these great stories. And thanks to Charlie for sharing his Italian Christmas recipes. And don't worry, we'll let you know when the book comes out. Thank you so much for joining us. And by the way, Monday through Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern, Charlie and I face off every single day on Fox Business on the and Countdown. So we'll see you then.